This is a homebrew podcast. Hey y'all, it's Grant. Uh, I hate long intros as much as the rest of you guys, Uh, so as you can tell if you've been listening, I usually try to keep it pretty brief. I do want to do a little bit of housekeeping though, so uh, if you want to skip this, go ahead, pop forward a couple minutes, and you can jump right into it. If you're willing to hang out with me for a couple seconds and listen, I'd really appreciate that. So uh, we're getting ready to start on our chapter two. Uh, You know, we started with absolutely zero experience. Never recorded, never edited audio, never really played D&D for anyone else, so we're improving. We've improved a lot, especially if you've been here since the beginning. I I hope that you agree, which is funny to say because I'm in the middle of editing this episode and my voice sounds terrible, so I apologize about the uh, gain issues that I had there. Uh, But again, uh, learning, getting better, improving. The players and I have talked and we're ready to kick this up to the next level. We want to be more active on social media. We want to be creating content. Uh, We want to really connect with you guys. So please take a second, hop over to our Facebook or Twitter. um, Give us a follow. Uh, you know, watch out for the stuff that's going to be coming out there. Also, please drop us a note. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Hey, if you're enjoying this show, man, it would be great to hear from you guys. You have no idea how encouraging that can be. So uh, that's my ask for now. Uh, and I think probably my first real ask. So take a moment. If you've enjoyed this, if you've gotten some joy from it, if you've had fun, if you've learned anything, Uh, or hell, even if you hate it, (laughs) let me know. It'd be really great to hear from you guys. And uh, it is, it'd be nice to put some, uh, put some uh, handles to some of these people I see watching. I see people in France watch every episode that we put out, which is mind boggling to me. I see people in in Canada watching every, or listening to every episode that we put out. Um, People all over the United States of America, which, um, man, I'd love to connect with you guys. So give us a follow, give us a like, uh, I know you're not supposed to call it your lurkers, but consider yourself called out. Um, follow us on social media, and uh, this is going to be a big year. I'm dedicated to making it a big year for the homebrew, and I hope that you guys will ride along. Uh, so thanks getting into the episode. I uh, hope to hear from you. Welcome to the homebrew. You've just tuned into Chapter 2 of our little adventure. The gang just solved the mystery of the Sojourn arc, and we're starting off fresh with brand spanking new second characters. Uh, And our first ever guest, Heidi. Everyone say hi to Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Hello, Heidi. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. And we are just going to jump straight in. Oh, and the old characters are not going anywhere. They are alive and well. Uh, spoiler alert, if you didn't finish the last episode, everyone survived. Uh, we're just going to be running two characters, and people will kind of be able to cycle in as they want to, and, um, you know, tag team in and out. So, second characters, to be clear. So let's get started. Everyone picture a small, kind of bus-sized shuttle. Uh, there's no windows, um, very simple steel walls, benches... Uh, running parallel down either side. Uh, In this shuttle right now is a small gnomish male who seems to be incessantly twirling this long brown beard. And he's like furiously flipping through this clipboard that has just like a stack of papers on it. And he's making notes and then like furiously scribbling them out and like tapping his fingers and muttering to himself. Uh, And he uh, sits 
on one of these benches and across from him, there's just these huge packages kind of neatly um, spread across the different benches. There's like a massive ship's turret. There's a silver sword. There's a big kennel that seems to like have a life of its own and it keeps like bouncing up and down. Uh, He checks this little tiny clockwork timepiece and then like almost drops everything. He sits upright and just as he does that, there's this huge clang as this shuttle docks and you hear this hiss as these the bay doors of this shuttle open and you see just the strangest motley crew. These five characters slowly filter into this little shuttle. They seem to, to pick one of these random piles uh, and describe uh, walking into this room, uh, getting your stuff back. Uh, it's, uh, you tell me how long it's been. Uh, describe yourself. Describe, you know, what it's like being reunited with your favorite things. Uh, let's start with you, TJ, Tyrell. Um, so you want me to describe my character before I get into... Yeah, so he's walking in. Um, what's that like? What's he do? What's he look like? Whole thing. Yeah, uh, Tevian saunters in like a old spaghetti like film cowboy um stirrups on his feet and long black feathered wings that hang over his shoulders like a a poncho or duster um and he just saunters over to three um strange guns that are set up a long rifle and two strange looking pistols and as he puts his gun belt on and rifle on he he thinks that uh it's time to get back to the god's work that he was doing before he got locked up not too long ago. Just a recent arrival to the prison planet uh, before being moved at this point. Prisoner number two is going to be Austin Brady. Uh, Mordecai is, is backlit uh, and he, he takes a deep drag of his cigarette and the, the ember illuminates the big black X that's tattooed uh, on his face. Um, and as he walks into the light of the s- small uh, vessel that we're in, you see all the ender tattoos that plague his hands. And one of them reaches out and grabs a... Uh, long sword that is covered in all these knots and roots and and vines that are just binding it and he goes oh, there you are girl how have you been yeah <laughs> all right let's get going uh and he he straps the uh, sword onto his back and you know looks around it's perfect uh grundle probably has to duck a little bit to get in here third in line comes a huge hulking behemoth green standing around six and a half feet tall giant like arnold think arnold size with the muscles i am ripped with the muscles my (laughs) terrible arnold impression (laughs) he stomps right over to the what appears to be a a gun ripped right off the side of a ship my stuff grabs it and just runs over to it and hugs it that's perfect. John, you're up. Mr. Goy just slowly waltzes his way up to his bag of stuff and is like, oh, Betty, as he grabs a nice looking 
dart gun. Long rifle. It's like how I've missed you. Looks around in his pack and he's like, Oh, all my supplies are ruined. Gonna have to get new ones. As he just starts to eye the rest of the crew. And then he just puts on his bag and sits down. Now it's... Uh, sorry, it's... It's... What is it? Mr. Gooey? It's Mr. Goy. Goy? Okay. Mr. Goy. Mr. Goy. Kind of like, okay, like Mr. Kind of like Mr. Gooey. <laughs> Mr. Gooey. Okay, it's now canon that no one knows how to say pronounce your name. That's why his name is like everybody calls him the guy. <laughs> the guy. Okay, good. And last but not least, of course, Heidi. You see Nappy walk in and she's small and nervous and um, she looks a little dirty. She's a little smelly, looks a bit worse for wear, kind of like she's been maybe camping out for a while. She has bits of twig and leaves in her dreadlocks and sticking out of her clothes. Um, She kind of scampers over to her stuff and checks to make sure everything's accounted for, checks inside the crate, um, and she sits down. As she sits down, you notice this small lump kind of move across her chest underneath her her clothes, underneath her tunic, and she pats it real gently, um, kind of in a calming way. And then, yeah, just kind of like looks around the room wide-eyed and like she shouldn't be here. Perfect. And you've got a uh, got a little buddy in the the kennel. There seems to start jumping, the, <laughs> jumping up and down and rattling even more as soon as you approach it. I'm kind of um, reaching my. I have like a little leather pouch around uh, my waist, and I reach in and I take out kind of this nasty smelling, um, gross, slimy fish, and I toss it to him. Perfect. So the. Uh, little gnomish friend kind of waits for you guys to uh, get reacquainted um waits for you guys to you know get your weapons and all of that stuff uh seems excessively nervous um and after a little bit he clears his little throat and says well hello there my name is salmron biddy and i've been assigned as your guide and chaperone and you can call me Sal. Uh, if everyone could please put on their seatbelts. And he just... Nappy does immediately, like, fumbles around, finds it, clicks it, eyes back, forward. Uh, Grundle is, like, trying to get it, but he can't seem to fit the mechanisms together that fit into the safety belt. Oh, uh, this is broken! Uh, Mordecai helps Grun- Grundle in. <laughs> There, there you go. Thank you. How'd you fix it so fast? Oh, we got our ways. He's just like staring at Tevian, like smi- like with this really forced smile, like waiting politely. Um, yeah, uh, Tevian's just gonna stare back at him for an uncomfortably long time before finally, like, just like unneedlessly slow, just like buckles and then continues to spin uh, one of his pistols in his hand. All right, Mr. Guy, Mr. Gooey, Guy? It's Mr. Gooey. Mr. Gooey? Just takes his seatbelt, just kind of prim and proper, just buckles himself in and slides Betsy across his lap. All right, well, that wasn't too bad. I thought uh, thought maybe we'd have to ask a couple times, but very compliant. I've heard that the uh, Hadria mining colony can do that to a fella, so. Happy to have everyone cooperating, and I hope that we can continue this kind of relationship together. And he sits down and buckles up, and uh, 
the shuttle takes off. Um, there is a little bit of time before you, you know, breach the atmosphere of Pagara, which is the zoo planet that you're on your way to. Does anyone strike up any conversation, or is this a pretty silent ride? Grundle's just breathing very heavily. <laughs> <laughs> My frog, Telot, lets out a giant, smelly, fishy belch every once in a while. Oh, God. <laughs> What's in the <laughs> box? Um... I feel like Mordecai is 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 kind of poking fun of our uh, transport guy. Like you just not poking fun, but just like asking questions. Like, so where you come from? Me, I'm from Ada. Oh, uh, wh- wh- where is that at? Where's Ada? It's like the biggest planet known to mortals. It's where most gnomes are from. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. How'd you get so helpful and compliant? Oh, uh, well, I'm a little scared of all of you, just to be totally honest. So that's probably part of the tone that you're getting. Uh, I I can make something to help you soothe your your nerves if you like. You should be scared. He like flips through his papers and he's like, I am under explicit instructions not to accept anything from you, Mr. Guy. Aw, but we have such nice samples over there. I can make something really quick. He just looks over at Nabby's frog. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. I just pull his crate closer to me and, like, stare at you. Uh, I, I definitely kick my feet up on the dash, though. Okay. He's uncomfortable with that, visibly, but he doesn't say anything. So, uh, after a little bit, um, he kind of keeps checking this little clockwork timepiece that he has. Uh, as you feel things start to kind of shake, which you know means you're you're starting to get into the atmosphere, he uh, clears his throat again and he says, "Well, I want to welcome all of you to Pegara, the magical wildlife conservation planet, and I want to thank you for volunteering to assist us in our current predicament. As promised." If you succeed in your mission and survive, your sentences at the Hadria Mining Colony will be commuted. Now, I need to go over some ground rules. You've all been implanted with a magical device that will greatly inhibit your ability to live should you attempt to escape or cause harm to myself or others. This device here, and he holds up this little, like, uh, wrist band that he has, like, think like Buzz Lightyear thing that kind of, like, claps open and shed. He shows you that, and he just says... This device here tracks my vitals as well as your proximity to me. If you wander more than 500 feet away from me, you will be disintegrated. If I am no longer alive, you will be disintegrated. If you make any attempt to magically charm or influence me, you will be disintegrated. If I do not put my disarming code into this remote daily, you will also be disintegrated. Once your community service has been completed, I will input your release code and you will be free to go. Do any of you have any questions regarding your implant? I, like, jump scaring. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, it's okay. I won't fuck with you. Okay. What is Nabby has like a Nabby has, like, a little mechanical mechanical pen in her hand and a little mechanical device, and she just looks around at everybody. Her eyes are kind of wide. She takes, like, a long drag off of it. <laughs> Very nervous. Vape in space! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Goy just starts feeling around his neck, finding the injection site of whatever was implanted. You can roll medicine if you'd like. Mr. Yes. All right. First roll of the thing is mine. Yeah. First roll of chapter two. Ooh, 26. Ooh, 26. 
Um, you check kind of the um, spots that you would think, and you do find a kind of freshly raised bump behind your like uh, right ear. I would like to check Telok for for bumps. Well, he's a frog. He have bumps. (laughs) I still want to. Okay, roll nature. No, I'm just I'm just role playing it. I would like I don't need to. I nervously check my frog for for injections. Uh, He he. uh, uh, Sal sees you doing that, and he's like, uh, "Not to worry. I am a a wildlife conservation expert, and I would not disintegrate a frog." No offense to current company. Disintegrate. Disintegrate. What if you don't believe him, I'll happily look over your frog. Just let me take a few samples of the, you know, his little ooses. No, 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 I'm good. Thank you. Are you sure? Nope. Absolutely positive. Thank you. Mr. Goy just smiles and just goes back to his business. All right. Well, if there are no other questions, let's get into mission planning. And he, like, looks around to see if you guys are, like, excited at all. Um, As he says that, the shuttle, like, jerks all of a sudden. Um, And he stops what he's doing and looks around for a second. Um, Roll uh, roll perception, guys. Perception roll. Oh. (laughs) Rolled a 19. (laughs) I rolled a nat one. (laughs) The first nat one. Ten. Hey. I'm too busy, like, twirling my hair in my own hand and spitting on the floor. Yeah, uh, so Nabby and Grendel, you guys would uh, note that, like, this turbulence is a little odd, especially for, like, a shuttle. Which is interesting, Grendel would actually know that, (laughs) because he does uh, have a... He has some spaceship flying experience, if I remember the backstory correctly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. And you see, um, you see Sal get immediately nervous. He looks down at his, uh, wrist pad. I don't know what to call the thing, the, his wrist device. Like a com- little communicator? Like the yeah. His pit, uh, his pit we, we could call it like Vitacom. Vitacom? Vitacom. Like Vitals Com. Vitals hmm. Communicator. Okay, we'll do that. All right. I like that. He looks down at his newly christened Vitacom, and uh, he, he, uh, uh, Nabby, he looks nervous, and he kind of stops what you know to be a very highly rehearsed uh, little speech that he's been giving. What uh, are you doing over there, little guy? Well, uh, this planet is uh, magically terraformed in just about every way, and... There is somehow some weather we're coming up against, which is very strange since we control all of the weather. Uh, I'm not... And then the, sh- the shuttle shakes again, this time hard. Did everybody buckle in? Yeah. yeah. Wait, the frog's not... This doesn't feel like weather. This doesn't feel like weather. As it? you say yeah. that... Yeah, as you say that, there's this crash. And all of a sudden, you hear uh, wind rushing into the shuttle... Uh, all of your ears pop, except maybe Tevian, who's a Arakakra. I don't know how that works with his physiology, but um, the sudden pressure change in this shuttle, just like your ears pop, and uh, there's all these little holes in the bottom of the shuttle now. Um, it the immediately you can like you can like peek through the holes too and see like the planet below you. 
uh, and Sal just starts to be like, oh, oh boy, I, everyone, please remain calm. I need everyone to remain calm, please. Uh, it, it looks like we're going to be making an emergency landing. Uh, is everyone buckled in? And uh, the, the ship starts shaking, shaking, shaking. Uh, does anyone want to roll uh, investigation or anything on the, the holes? Sure. Well, that's not trained. Thing. That is a nine for oh, I should change that. Mordecai. I got a that's a 21 for Mr. Goy. Mr. Goy, these are really obviously like flak holes. Like it looks like a turret is shooting at you right now. Well... <clears throat> nope, that's, that's sorry. That's the wrong voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, nope. I keep going to Nivets. I think somebody's shooting at us. Let me go back for a moment because <laughs> I keep going to Nivets. <laughs> uh, I also agree with that assessment. Uh, we're gonna be making emergency landing here. Everyone, please remain calm. Uh, and then there is a uh, the like lights turn red and start like. There's like this loud alarm sound, uh, and you guys have about you guys have a few seconds to prepare before you make this emergency landing. Is there anything anyone wants to do? Uh, do I see any like overhead compartments that would be like any sort of oxygen, any sort of like air um, parachutes or anything like that? Uh, roll investigation. Investigation is not strong suit. Oh, 17. Yeah, no, with the 17, it looks like um, they've stripped this shuttle down. Like, you would guess from that, as you kind of look around, there like used to be, like, some advertisement like things, like you'd see in, like, the subway. Like, it looks like this used to be, like, a shuttle for people that would visit the zoo, and it looks like they just, like, stripped it down really hastily to get you guys down to the planet. So there's, like, nothing. Alright, wh- what was your name again? Sal! Salman okay. and Biddy. Scoot over, Sal. Uh, and I'm gonna get at the controls. So the so your this is an automated shuttle. He's looking at his Vitacom, his little Buzz Lightyear thing. Yeah. There's no controls. There's there's no controls whatsoever. Like not even a manual override. You that you can check for. Give me a. Uh, well, it's gonna be another investigation. Oh, another seventeen. Yeah, so you um, start picking away at, like, these front panels, and, yeah, we'll say you find some little, like, wires, and you think that if you were to get everything right, you might be able to you'd be able to send some very basic commands or do something with the AI. Um, all right, do we have any uh, tech boys, tech boys on board? Well, he has a Vita boy. Like, the Vita thinks that might work. I'm so, I'm a botanist. I don't know anything about... Mm. Yeah, no, we need you. somebody that's good at hacking. Hackers? None of you are hackers. Oh, that's the draft. I'm a herpetologist, <laughs> not a hacker. Oh, really? All, All right, right fuck it. Um, I try to do it myself, because I'm going to try to, like, land us in water. <laughs> like, okay. I'm just, I just want to steer us. I'm going to, I'm going to try to sully it, um, and, and land us in some, some fucking water here. Okay. Uh... That's going to be a straight, since you don't have proficiency and you don't have tools, that's just going to be a straight intelligence check, um, like DC 15, I'll say. All right, again, intelligence, I have a negative one in it. Let's see. <laughs> oh, oh, 16. Oh, yeah, baby. So, Ooh. 
These are going to be the best intelligence rolls oh you ever see from me all fucking game. Uh, yeah, so you're able to, um, like, peek out through the holes and kind of, like, uh, manipulate the wire. There is no science whatsoever involved in what I'm describing right now. But <laughs> you are able to uh, get this thing landed in water, and you guys do not, you're not going to take any damage from the landing here. Um, let me move everybody, since I wasn't expecting that one. Y'all, I, I Sully Sullenberged it. You did. Yeah, throughout the entire experience. Wait, Con Air. <laughs> Con Air. Oh my god, it is Con Air. <laughs> I told you I was going to play Nick Cage Ow. from Con Air. Like, this is who I am. Yeah, throughout that entire experience, uh, other than holstering the pistol he had been spinning around, uh, Tevian made no moves from his seat and didn't seem to really react to anything that was happening up until the landing. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, as you guys, this thing crashes, not very, it, there's a, it splashes, it doesn't crashes, it splashes. Uh, it splashes, uh, the, the shuttle door opens, and as this shuttle starts to, like, you know, fall into the water a little bit more, you guys clamor out onto this, I mean, honestly, probably one of the most gorgeous beaches you've ever seen. I mean, it is perfect. It is beautiful. The water is crystal clear. The sand just looks like you could, you know, curl up and take a nap in it. There are these beautiful, like, trees up further onto the beach. Uh, and there are these gargling, screaming, disgusting, terrifying fish people flying pterodactyls towards you. So roll initiative. Nice. Nice. Started off with a bang. Oh, I forgot to click on my person. Oh yeah, twenty-one critted. But Tevian, <laughs> Tevian, can you uh, tell us what you rolled, please? Because that is disgusting. I rolled a thirty point two. <laughs> you ready? And speaking of ready, Heidi is not. Nabby is not. Heidi is ready. Um. So as uh, Sal sees you guys kind of readying your weapons, um, he. He's like, just click it. He he's uh, he starts to to panic a little bit. He's like, we have we have not completed our our onboarding or training whatsoever. Please be very careful. This is a very magical planet. Please be extremely careful. Uh, and Tevian and Mordecai both give me a D one hundred since you crit. Oh yeah. Uh, boom. I rolled a forty. I rolled a ninety eight. <laughs> Alright. Uh, this is a extreme, this is a, this planet is a hotbed of magic. That is why, uh, the zoo was built here. It's extremely easy to, it's not extremely easy, it's easier to terraform, control the weather, things like that. Uh, however, it is very prone to wild magic surges. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tevian, in the distance, you hear a loud rumbling, uh, the ground starts to shake a little bit. That's all I'm going to give you for now. Okay. Uh, and Mordecai, you feel this kind of magical energy as you put your feet onto the uh, sand here. You feel it enter you. Uh, you can roll again on this table whenever you want as a bonus action or as a reaction. Ooh. Okay. Whenever you want to. How many times? Twice. Twice. Okay. Uh, Tevian, 
There is, uh, I'm not gonna make you roll for this. There is no doubt in your mind that these terrifying fish people uh, are coming at you. Uh, they're, they're, they're gurgling and like starting, they're shaking their spears. They're, they're ready to go. Heavy clamors out, clamors out with all the rest. Um, he quickly gets his bearings and as soon as he sees targets in which to engage with, um, he just split second whips out like a, like a pistolero type, just pulls a, one of the pistols out and opens fire on uh, the pterodactyl um, uh, just over the water. And I'm going to be using sharpshooter on this. And a 24 and a 25. For a whopping 42 damage. Holy shit. Two bolts of fire expel from the small pistol he whips out. And he whips it back into the holster just as quickly as he pulled it out. And you were shooting the um, the pterodactyl, correct? Okay. Yes. Yeah, this thing screech. Did pterodactyl screech? This thing screeches <laughs> in pain. Thanks, Mordecai. Um, I am going to. Um, are are they up all in the air like the pterodactyls, or are they like crawling about? Uh, so the pterodactyls are flying around. Uh, the fish people look to be like kind of holding on for dear life. You know what I mean? Like, they don't look totally in control of the situation. Uh, there are a few of these, they're called axe beaks. You would likely know this. So, these monsters that are on foot ahead of you. And then there is a massive dinosaur with a long neck that has crunched through the uh, the, the tree line here. And that is also on the ground. Um, do you... I, I'm gonna call out to, to some of these fish folk um, in deep speech uh, and ask if if they're in control of the situation right now. <laughs> like, are it, like basically trying to figure out if they are actually foes. Like, you, you, are are we fighting? I don't know how to do a fish accent. Um, <laughs> basically, are you fighting? Are we fighting? We're going to sacrifice you to our gods. We will spill your blood on these sands. Okay, we're fighting. All right. Um, And let's see how far I can get to. What's wrong with your face? Fuck you. That's what's wrong with my face. Fuck Um, you. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I I can't move close enough to attack. So I'm going to swoop around and like scoop our, our gnomish friend into like my backpack. Um, oh boy, this is not good. And yeah, I'm I'm just gonna be like fucking baby Bjorning, our our guy. What's your name again? My name's still Sal. Sal, okay, Sal, like self, like lotion on your hands. Okay, hold on, let's go. We're fighting. Um, and I'm gonna move as far as I can into battle with Sal in tow. All right. So these. Uh, <laughs> the axe beak. Uh, you see the uh, these fish people try to get control of this axe beak, and they do, and they charge towards you, uh, guiding this thing, and it is going to bite at you, beak at you even with its axe. Oh, fucking bring it. Okay, <laughs> rolled a twenty-four. Crit. He critted, critted on me. Okay, that's that's all right. I, I'm. 
I'm a beef boy now. I can I can take a little damage. I think it's a little poetic though. You roll with this <laughs> nat one, you got hit by the first nat twenty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the two uh the two fish people on their back stab at you with their spears. Both of these attacks are on you. Uh, a six and a twenty. Yeah, the twenty twenty hits. Oh you gave us a target to aim for, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Okay, well, that wasn't quite appreciated. We don't like being called that. Um, I'm, I'm we we are quite vexed with you. <laughs> um, tell, tell it to our gods. Uh, Grundle picks up his big uh, gun turret and then holds it by the gun barrel and charges forward, entering a rage. His whole face turns like a red... Uh, starts to just foam at the mouth and charges right at this uh, axe beak and attacks uh, recklessly, of course. Always. I will kill you! He attacks. That is more than enough. Uh, This, (laughs) these fish just go flying off of this thing. I crush it. Yeah. I swing again where it was and I'm like, what? Where'd it go? Oh, that's my friend! <laughs> I'm not very good at Mur- Murloc, I'm sorry. That's pretty good. Is it good? Okay. Is that, is that the end of your turn, Grundle? Yeah, that's the end of your turn. Yeah, I guess, so Mordecai would hear them talking. Everyone else just hears the... Unless <laughs> anyone else speaks. Uh, say that again? Mordecai's saying that too. Yeah, you have heard Mordecai also make that noise. It w- Wait, I I feel like would Nabby be able to understand what them? what languages do you speak? I guess no, they're because they're not like these are not like animals, right? These are like <sighs> so. Here's the thing: they have their own language. I don't think I gave you any of your languages, so like that's okay. You can yeah, we'll just say yeah. You can you can hear you can speak undercommon or deep speech or aquin or whatever we want to call this. So yeah, you can hear them too. <laughs> We don't have to do that. I, just... I want to hear you talk to them with your fish voice. <laughs> I'm not using a fish voice. Okay. So we've got four animal handling checks coming up to see how these guys handle the pterodactyls. So let's do it. Oh, these guys are good. They're good. <laughs> this is insane. I just crit. Oh, okay. So number two file flies off. Wide. Well, it just, I'm going to have them not move when they go. Uh, and number one is, where is number one? So this one, this one, this one, this one. Oh my goodness, guys, this is confusing. Sorry, I'll cut this out. Uh, so this first guy is going to, um, land, kind of perch on the edge of this shuttle. And they, uh, since they crit on their animal handling check, it's going to attack you, uh, Mr. Goy. This just bites at you critically misses and the uh the fish people on its back just start poking down at you furiously like barely holding on to this thing uh all four attacks on you one is a 21 for seven damage the other is a 20 for two damage oh i did i thought that was a one all right Hmm. the other one you see just kind of like (laughs) they're just like really super struggling with in midair it looks like they're not quite able to get the hang of it uh, another pterodactyl up. Same thing. They're not able to get control of it. It kind of flies around wildly. 
fourth pterodactyl. That's a fun thing to say. Fourth pterodactyl also just flies around aimlessly as the fish like scream at it. Come on, you dumb fucking dinosaur bird. Take us down there. They're called pterodactyls. I say in fish voice. I feel like that noise doesn't really work with the way we talk. Tiblerodactylobulls. Tiblerodactylobulls. There you go. You got it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, you're up, uh, Mr. Guy. No, not that close. <clears throat> I'm going to be casting Moonbeam, but my page, for whatever reason, wanted to go white all of a sudden, and so I have to reopen it. There we go. So, looking at this pterodactyl next to him, he's going to call down a Moonbeam. It's quite rude of you. To be honest with you, I don't know what that spell does off the top of my head, so if you could do the description. A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a 5-foot radius, 40-foot high sill. It's entered on the point, which I'm going to say, you know, probably just the middle where I'm not hit by it. Okay. Until the spell uh, dim light filters the cylinder when the creature's in spells area for the first time on the turn, or starts its turn there, and is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. And must make a constitution saving throw. Takes okay. 2d10 or it takes... Uh, oh, it takes 2d10 or half if it's successful. What is your uh, save, DC? Uh, 15. Okay, so three of them fail and take 11 damage. Uh, let's just do this. One takes And one takes five. And then the pterodactyl also takes full damage. He's looking, he's looking pretty rough. Uh, he's been fired. He's been irradiated. Uh, not looking very happy. Any movement? Um, uh, I will back up after casting. Now, does that continue to do damage every turn? Yes, for one minute. Okay. In, that, in that spot. Well, I will run back a little bit towards the pack of people. Get him, Mr. Guy. You will take an attack of opportunity if you do that. Oh, I'll probably take a lot, so maybe I shouldn't. Does 15 hit you? Stop doing that. Uh, my 15 is my armor class. Okay, yeah. so you take 12 damage. Okay. Uh, Nabby, I'm going to have Talak act on your turn, so um, you can do both of you guys. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to cast Poison Spray. There. I've heard of a, a little gnome in a galaxy far away who loves that spell, likes using it on children. A little gnome in a galaxy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw him on tip tap. <laughs> yeah, spraying that miner with poison spritz. Did I saw him on tip tap? Here we go. I've heard that video was fake. Ooh. And that... No, I definitely saw it. I watched it live. And that's two targets? Yes. All right. I'm going to shoot. Okay, two of these uh, little fish people just fucking melt off of the back of this pterodactyl. And just fish goo, stinky fish goo, slurps off the side of this pterodactyl. So gross. Slurps. Gross. <laughs> are you are you gonna play Telok for me? No. No, you want me to do it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he, you've got a sheet for him. You just open it up, and he's got Ooh. thirty feet of movement, just like you. And he has an attack you can click, and he can eat people. And you can enlarge, reduce him, too. All right, I am, uh, listeners, I am going to play to lock uh, Navi's trusty companion for tonight due to some technical difficulties. Uh, but that is her pet, and that's like her special item thing. So uh, just just for tonight, that's how that's going. 
Do you want to move at all, Nabby, before your turn's over? Uh, yeah, I think I probably want to move back from those things. So yeah, Nabby's going to like run backward a few spaces and let Telak kind of like jump, jump up and protect me. <laughs> Perfect. Now let's see the giant, massive dinosaur uh, with all these kind of fish people hanging off of it. They are able to get it to stomp forward. However, they're not able to get it to attack you, but it does lumber forward. This thing is just over your heads, like massive, looming over you. It just, its feet are like tree trunks. The ground shakes with every step. And uh, they're gonna throw spears off of the side. Uh, This is gonna be three on Grundle and three on uh, Mordecai. It's a 10, a crit fail, and a 14 on Grundle. There's all this. And a 19, a crit, (coughs) and a 13 on Mordecai. That crit did five damage. uh, And I think the 19 hits for three also. You might be muted, Austin. I was saying math out loud, sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that looks like a total of eight damage, yes? Yes, sir. Boom, your boy is bloodied already. (laughs) Really like the one with the target on his head. (laughs) (laughs) All right, another axe beak is up. They're able to get it to move, they're not able to get it to attack. It is going to run up uh, towards you. Tevian and the guy. And then one of the fish people you see is sitting on the head of this giant long-necked dinosaur. And he seems to be like wearing like a bunch of like trash around his neck and has some sort of like robe on almost. And uh, he just looks over you and it looks like he casts a spell on you. It doesn't look like it. He is casting a spell on you, which takes you a little bit by surprise that this thing, this fish thing knows how to do such a thing. Would Nabby notice something strange about that? Uh, give me insight. Absolutely. These things, uh, these things look like they just like slithered out of the soup. You know what I mean? Just like sprouted legs yesterday. And this thing casting magic is just like incredible to you. You know this is a very magical place, but still, it's just uh, remarkable. And Grundle, you feel like a tightness around you. Grundle. And you need to make a... Uh, oh, dang. Roll a 19 on my wisdom saving. And you just break out of that. Stop it! <laughs> what are you saying? Tevian. Um... Seeing this, uh, these, this, this big old, big old boy, Tevian, uh, whips this long rifle from his back down the barrel. An inscription that says jury is marked into it. And he opens fire with a large crack. A beam of lightning thunders forward in a line ahead of him, smashing into the brontosaurus for a hundred feet. That was a twenty. Oh, it actually goes all the way back through here. I think I missed those two in the back, though. Uh, uh, 14 DC, or take 30 damage, half as much if they miss. Yeah, I don't know how the rules of writing something works, but I'm just going to say that hits all of them. Um, because, yeah, they're all on the same creature. They're all going to be electrocuted. I, I don't know. 
Don't at me. It's my game. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, they're all fried. Even half damage, that kill kills all of them. So yeah, a, a bunch of like, you see like a bunch of fish skeletons and then like, you just hear like plop, 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 as all these like fish just like flap against the sound, against the sand with their like eyeballs popped. Uh, and the priest, I mean, the fish with robes is going to... Uh, can I, can I interrupt for a brief second? Of course. Um, so <laughs> funny enough, uh, my, my, my sword has this, this sweet magic ability that you have, have bestowed upon me. Uh, when a creature dies within 30 feet of me, I can use my reaction to manipulate its essence. Uh, and I can regain 1d6 plus my, my level hit points. Um, or redirect or bestow it upon somebody else around me. Um, and I have to um, go. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, what does everyone the, see when you do that? Um, at, I, I think as this, like, as the soul, I don't know if you guys, I don't, I don't know if I want to in- introduce souls into <laughs> this. Um, I think as the skeleton, like, clatters to the to the ground um a root travels out like out my pant leg um and wraps around like a chunk of the bone and like drags it up into me um and i am i am using that biological material for myself um so i get seven hit points back thank you very much thank you very much um and then I accidentally tried to scroll and then my life was all of a sudden like negative 50. Um, <laughs> so I have to save a DC charisma 14 saving throw or I lose that ability. Um, so let me go ahead and do that. Or that that was a, uh, it would have been the same thing for saving throw. So I lose that ability. Um, and then do you want me to roll again for my like keep yep. my reactions? Yep. I appreciate you talking everyone through it. We'll be able to. Okay. It, it won't be so so hard yeah. the next time. So so Adia, uh, my my sword also uh, gives me an ability where I basically have odds or evens, um, where I can like save it, like I retain my reaction uh, mm-hmm. if I I use it, uh, and I think I lose it. Yep, that's odd. So it's just for this turn. Yeah, just for this turn, I, I lose my, my reaction. And man, is it weird to think about a Brontosaurus making a dexterity saving throw, or is that just me? What does I mean, that it's, look like? Now it's weird to think about it. It, it does like a, a, a full, like, dot OBJ, like, barrel roll. <laughs> I feel like it would try to, like, uh, like, it would try to rear up. Because it's so big, it couldn't like back up. It would like its so. front legs would like it would try to lift itself up into the air like an elephant might when it's being attacked from the front. Bodies just litter the sand now, and it's starting to smell a little bit like a fish fry. Taluk is licking his lips. <laughs> any, any movement after uh, fucking that? And caught Mordecai. Uh, Mordecai's gonna go. Excuse me, you're big. Um. And I'm gonna like bait and switch with uh, our, our our big old um, 
pal here. Uh, gonna bait and switch the grundle. With, with I'm gonna bait and switch the grundle. <laughs> um, uh, so I spend a superiority dice, or yes, uh, I roll one of those. That is a d8, um, and then I switch places with him. Um, and this does not provoke attack of opportunity for either of us. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna move over. You're gonna move over. Um, and then I have plus two to my, my AC for out. I like grab him by the back of the head and just spin him around. And I'm, I point at the brontosaurus. I'm like, that guy, kill him. Uh, and then I'm going to bring down um, Adia, my sword, onto uh, the little fish guy that got knock- knocked off the axe beak. Um, and that is a 17 to hit, little fish boy. Now, what is the damage on that? Do I add all three of those numbers? Yes, so that would be 12 damage total. (laughs) Fuck you, guy. (laughs) (laughs) He is uh, very bloody, I guess slimied? I don't know what fishes are. He's not bloodied. Do fish have blood? He isn't looking good. Fish have blood, yes. blood. Okay. But then again, this is a poor planet. Maybe it could be used. Do you have a second attack? Uh, no. Okay. Learning these new characters. That yeah, I... is dead. And as such, the uh, its riders are still going to come at you uh, with their spears, both hands. One, a seven onto you, Mordecai, which misses, no. of course. And a 14 onto Grundle, which I believe also misses. I... He tells me to attack the Brontosaurus, so I attack the Brontosaurus. Just step up to it as it slams its feet down from rearing up and I just try and give it the old knee clip just try and clip its knees uh, I'm attacking always recklessly of course so I rolled a 21 twice with advantage of course holy crap goodness this thing is mad it's like rearing up I mean this is a beautiful creature and it's just think you're better than me cause you're so big this is oh I don't know. I'm not gonna try dinosaur noises. <laughs> it's very sad. Any movement? No. Okay. The fish are going to try to get control of their pterodactyls. Let's see how they do. Pretty great. <laughs> All of them are wildly uh, flying around in the air, being like, no, 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 over there, get them. However, the second one is able to fly up. Uh, they're dumb, so I'm just, I mean, gotta go on the closest person. That's the rules. And uh, take a bite. There's so much stuff on this map, guys. This is crazy. Takes a bite at you, Grundle. Okay. It does have advantage, but it fails. 15, and it still fails. And they poke at you with their spears. Four times for four, eight, 21, and 18. They got me three times. Yeah, they, they have they advantage. advantage. They have advantage. So that's a 20, a 13, a 21, and an 18. How much damage do you take there? So I don't want to take one damage from the three, right? Because it's rounded down. Mm-hmm. All right. So I take four damage altogether. Why won't this pierce your stupid green skin, you ugly motherfucker? <laughs> hey, that's racist. What do they say? <laughs> what do they say? Don't worry about it. 
I'm not familiar with that word. You ugly pieces of shit, Mister Guy. Hmm. Uh, did the one group of take the moonbeam damage? Is that on your turn? Do you have to cause it? Do you? That's on their turn. If they start in the moonbeam, they take it. Okay. Roll the damage then, because they did. They would have started their turn in there. Do they? Do they repeat the save? Yes, I think so. Didn't quite. <laughs> Uh, rolled two threes, so no, they do not repeat the save. Yeah, no. I'll just so, click it again, just as bad as that. So it's seven damage this time. One of the fish people in the back, uh, what's it look like when you die to radiant damage? I guess his skin just turns to ash and just like melts and... Starts to disintegrate. Yeah, just disintegrates and his ashes blow off the... Well, it's like a weird flame that like you see burning on their body. It's like a spectral flame. So they just start burning away into nothing in the ash. Oh, and this poor pterodactyl is just like limping, barely holding on. Well, well, shit, there goes my samples. Says that as he loads a dart into his gun and aims it at the weird dude with the X on his face and launches a dart into his ass. Uh, all right, so that's a healing shot and 2d4 plus 2. Oh, would I roll that or he? You, you should roll it. Wait, you have a heal gun? <laughs> you have a yeah. syringer? I have a syringer. That is awesome. Alright, so that's right. seven, seven health. Back Ooh. to Mordecai. Hey. Uh, I, uh, we shoot up straight. Uh, and we turn around and I go, Hey, if you're gonna do that next time, at least uh, let me buy you dinner. <laughs> well, alright. Let us buy you dinner? Let us buy you dinner. I gotta remember, like he, he they, they speak in third person, or yeah, yeah, second person. I think they stole him. I'll third. just take it as you're cooking dinner tonight. Heels back at him or them. It stoles from yep. us. What? Like Golem. <laughs> I watched the two towers last night. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> I was like, wait what? Tevi, you okay, bud? Is everyone crazy here? Goy, Mister Goy is gonna take another step back. But- <laughs> Go around the guy with the gun. With the guns that seems to do shit tons of damage. You're up, Nabby. Um, I think I'm gonna run up, geared for my nervous about my frog safety, and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave on these dudes here. All right. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. Is that is that is that too much? Like, why did you make that face? I, I didn't make a face. <laughs> I'm happy. Thunder Wave is good. This is that's the okay. <laughs> you made a face. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm scared for my, I'm scared for my frog. Yeah, get him. Scared for Tella. Like a survival hunter, you gotta Hold fight on. side by side like with, your, with your companion. I love my frog. Love Tella. Yeah. So, so everyone then is there going to have go. to make a Constitution save. Uh, that hits. Uh, so sh- run right in between the two landed pterodactyls. That's gonna be uh, the first one. I don't know what die. What does a fish dying to thunder damage look like? I need some help here. <laughs> fish stick <laughs> he turns into oh, a fish stick and falls over <laughs> this it's concussive right so it'd be like it would pulp them yeah it? it's like neck just snaps and it just like slides off of the back of this pterodactyl this poor poor pterodactyl safe it, but still half damage is enough it was dead already pterodactyl falls dead uh the other pterodactyl is going to be hit from behind and all of its riders 
Uh, rolled a 9, a 7, a 2, and an 18. So one of them made the save. The others did not. Minus. Does it say in that spell description if it's half damage? It is half damage. Okay. It I is, thought yeah. it was. I'm going to feel bad if I killed that poor pterodactyl if it wasn't. So it's two damage. And then the final pterodactyl, see how he fares, also takes five damage. And all the people that failed, they get pushed back also ten feet. Yikes. Okay, so... So how's that work for riders? They're off. Yeah. So, <laughs> Grundle, um, fish start to splat at your feet. Um... Jesus Christ, this map is fucking... This is the craziest thing I've ever made. There's just, like, fish raining from the sky. Fish raining from the sky right now. Blowing up. Uh, yeah, and the other one was pushed back 10, but was able to stay on the pterodactyl. Tilak is going to run up to the one that fell over, and I think he's going to try to eat this guy. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Good boy. Good boy. You see that fish... The, its eyes just pop. The life gets squeezed from it, and Talak just pulls it into its mouth and burps. It is also oh now surrounded by the uh, previously fried fish, so he's probably very happy. Mr. Goy is going to yell out, No, not my samples! Stop eating my samples! <laughs> Fuck off, Mr. Guy. <laughs> All right, let's see if the special fish <laughs> can can keep a hold of this brontosaurus he can oh no he guides this thing towards you as it reels back in pain from the lightning and the fish flying towards it and it is going to stomp on you grundle it missed oh 16 matches it hits you with a 16 for 24 bludgeoning damage you need to save you need to make a strength save up taking 12 because it's half. You think you're so great because you're a giant dinosaur, but that doesn't mean anything. Sounds really personal. Good. This is the special fish. What is the green one saying? <laughs> All right. Animal handling for the axe beaks. Let's see how they're doing. All right. They're still able to move, but they're not able to get off an attack and they ride him up next to you, Tevian. And this, uh, this, uh, co- uh, this fish person stands up on top of the brontosaurus and looks down over you again. We will sacrifice you. You will be a great sacrifice as you are very strong. Um, and he's going to attempt to hold person again on you, Grundle. Oh, I failed. You are held. And now, we will stomp you with the dinosaur. There's nothing you can do about it. Ah. Tevian. Um, yeah, uh, Tevian, um, cranks the lever on the bottom of his goth rifle, um, and then he's going to fire... Hold on, actually. No, yep. I'm actually going to move and take the attack of opportunity. Okay. I'll jump back here. The axe beak is going to flail at you wildly for 13. Which is a and miss. One of the Koatoa is in range, so it is going to dab at you for 11 and also miss. So, yeah, um, Hevian's uh, black wings that hang down like a duster over him flap open wide 
huge wingspan and he pumps them once and it launches him backwards, quickly dropping him in out of range of the attacks of his enemies. And then he turns his rifle on them and he opens fire. Up a 10 and a 12. Is that on the axe beak? Yes, on the axe beak. The first attack kills that thing. It like falls into the sand and the fish people just slide off of it. Uh, where would you like to direct that second attack since the one died? Uh, to one of the two fish. This one up top. It I does just... miss those little guys. And then he's going to flap his wings again. And he's going to fly out over the water. And he will hover just above the waves there. Hello, well, that, that one's flying! Only, well, the only we can fly. That's the only we could fly. <laughs> Mordecai. All right. Um, is the Brontosaurus dude long neck? Uh, is that considered large or giant? The Brontosaurus is uh, gargantuan. Okay. What What about the pterodactyl? The Quetzalcoatlus is it's a pterodactyl. It's huge. Okay, so huge is bigger than large, correct? Yes. Okay, well, fuck it. So I am going to uh, move up to this corner, and I think I take an attack of opportunity from one fish man. Yep. Oh, I get to attack again. Yeah, fuck off. God, all these crits (laughs) on my body. Oh my goodness. All of the fish on the back of the pterodactyls that are like flying away crazily, they're like chewing for him. All right, fuck you. Um, I'm going to bait and switch with uh, Grundle again. And get in into the center of all of this. So I'm going to spend a superiority dice. Oh, God. Why do you keep putting me in these situations? So I add one to my, my AC. Um, and then I am going to... Attack the Bronto uh, with Adia. Um, I'm gonna swing a Rooney. It's a 25 to hit. Ooh, yeah, absolutely hits. All right. Uh, I am also going to activate one of those wild surges. Okay. Roll a D100. This could be terrible. Like. Yeah, yeah it could be. I can turn into a potted plant. You know. Yeah. Like. Well, I mean, it is a custom wild magic surge table, so. Please don't assume. Oh, well, okay. I'm just kidding. So. 53. Okay. You feel something, but you don't know what it is. There's something different, though, for sure. I feel like something's going to have to trigger it, though. Okay. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else I can do? Uh, most of my shit's on a reaction. Yeah, I, I think that's all I can do for now. All right. I will wisdom save. I roll a six. Why did you move my sacrifice? <sighs> that was the point. <laughs> you dumb piece of shit. Now I have to walk over there. He's dead. Okay, so there's one fish person hanging onto the back of one of these uh, pterodactyls whose turn it is. And it takes off. And he can't control it. Uh, you can attack of opportunity that Mordecai if you'd like to. I certainly love to. Um, actually, no, I I, I I don't 
So the pterodactyl moved. I'm. I think I'm gonna save my reaction for for something else. I, I think I got something planned. Okay. The the one in the back are finally able to get. I missed an axe beak. I just deleted him because I forgot he was back there. So you're welcome. Um. The uh, pterodactyl in the back. They finally get control of it and uh, enter the fray. They're not able to get it to attack though. But it does. Uh, it does land over the corpse of this axe beak here, which I'm gonna move so that I can see. And they're all gonna poke at you with spears, Grundle. It's a 17, a 22, a 20, and a 22. Because, right, they're all crits. Okay, well, let's let's do the math here, because it's only 1d6, so it's gonna be 46 additional damage. 46 damage? No, 4d6, so it's only seven. Oh, I'm gonna do one second. 17, um, 21, no, 23, 29 damage. Okay. Still standing for now, but I'm not looking good. Get the sacrifice. The guy, you're up. <sighs> Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy. Mr. Goy. Mr. Goy. Gonna take a quick look at the situation around the field and then... He's going to activate his star form of the chalice, which is his wild shape. But, but that and has it been a, a minute since start of combat? Wanted to make sure. No, it's six rounds, and I think you're on round three right now. I'm going to move my moonbeam by over from where it is onto this group of murlocs that are approaching me from the dead axe. Okay. So, yep, just like that. And they'll Perfect. take the damage, so I'll re-roll that again. Sorry. Uh, damage, or three half. Okay, so they're gonna... It's a constitution. They both fail, and they both take six damage, rolled a ten and a nine, and they don't look happy about it. And that is is all I can do. Okay. Nabby, the exploder of fish. Exploder of fish. I want to... I think I want to call lightning. Is is that kind of like the... Hell yes, you do. um, Is that kind of like his spell where, like, I can move it around like that? Uh, I think it's just a nuke. It's just so I just it's one spot, but I can keep pulling it. You'll pull down a lightning bolt at the spot that you choose, and you can do it every turn until it's over. Grundle didn't take damage. That's what I was gonna do too. (laughs) Yeah, I think I wanna I wanna call lightning onto the big Bronte boy. Tries to dodge away. Guess how many hit points that brontosaurus had? Exactly twenty. This beautiful creature, Nabby, this just gorgeous, massive, horribly endangered creature just falls to the ground at your feet. And this disgusting little fish person with his weird little, like, trash necklace is just like, Oh, kill my best friend! I think he takes the damage, too. Is it in an area? It's a five-foot area, and I'm guessing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. Right. Don't be sorry. I'm. Oops, sorry. Oops, sorry. Oops, sorry. Oops. And ooh, he is able Just to maintain his concentration as he surfs this dinosaur's neck, lands on his. Damn. Feet. What a badass! So I kind of want to like. I want to yell out to him at this point. If I if I can speak with him. What do you want, you dumb asshole? I'm gonna say like, if you understand. Call everyone off. We won't kill all of you. You killed my friend. Now I'm going to 
sacrifice everyone but you. I'll just eat you. Okay. They're insane. Just kill them all. You're insane! You killed my friend! Uh, yeah. And Talak's gonna run up, and he's gonna... And he's gonna eat him. Uh, Nabby's feels so terrible killing these things. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Why are they so hostile? I don't understand. Why are you so ugly? <laughs> I mean, they're definitely sentient beings. Yes! What's going on with them? More sentient than you. Uh, Talak's tongue is wrapped around the, uh, <laughs> the priest's, like, torso right now. Yeah, he's grappled. Is that another combo we got? Yeah, because he took damage. Let's yeah, see if Talak saves the day here. Grundle's on it with those concentrations. Oh, crit. Dude is a badass. No! Mm -hmm. If you all will worship me, I'll make your deaths quick. Um, okay. So, he can't move because he's grappled by Talak, the giant frog. So he is going to... Let's see here. I'm expecting the brontosaur to be the first thing that died. It wasn't. It was like the twelfth. We blew up a lot of fish before that bronze boy went down. He's also hit with a lot of lightning between the goth rifle and the call of lightning from the sky. He is going to uh, cast sacred flame on Mordecai. Of course. All right, I gotta make a deck save for that. Mm -hmm. uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's a fifteen. I make it. I'm good. Stop moving so much. Um, yeah, Hevian, like an angel of death over the water, uh, pulls just a piece, just a hand cannon from its holster. The inscription on the side of the barrel saying executioner. And he just calls, this is the first time he's spoken since we met on the ship. And he just goes, you're not fit to lead. You have been judged. And you have been found wanting. Now die. And he's gonna fire this hand cannon at the uh, ugliest of the fishmen. Boom! Boom! Yeah. Holy shit. And target struck by the executioner must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they are drawn to me, compelled by my divine demand. They have disadvantage on all attack rolls against creatures other than me. I must make wisdom saving throws each time and attempt to move to spaces that are away from me. Oh. How much damage it's taken in its immunities and resistance use, you know. I, I know everything about the target that I plan to execute. I see you over there, you flying, ugly piece of shit. Um. How about some cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay! Yes. Freedom! Yeah. Grundle, the, the hold around you relaxes. Uh, this thing is like chaotic evil, Tevian. Like okay. there's nothing in its brain other than like like blood and sacri like it's worshiping just this like in its brain. It's like there's just this dark swirling nothingness that it like thinks it's worshiping. Um, and you would say. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that because of what the executioner tells you, like it thinks it's worshiping something, but it's like nothing. It's just like this abstract idea that like this little fish person has just like made up, right? Like he's completely diluted, completely chaotic. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Do you know it's HP too, you said? Um, I learn, no, I learn whether it has any damage immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities, and what they are. I learn the creature's alignment, and if there's any spells affecting it. I learn the creature's emotional state. I can detect both its surface thoughts and something large that looms in its mind, which is the fucking void of religion, I guess. But, um, uh, yeah, and, uh, it knows that I can, I can see what's in its head. Yeah, okay. The whole person releases, he looks, uh... And I drop, I fly forward and drop to the ground in front of him and am in a stance like high noon in the center street. And all my attention is this ugly fish that he, that Tevian seems to think is the leader of this. I don't understand anything it's said so far, so I just know assume. <laughs> Mordecai. Uh, I'm going to take a ch- cheap shot here. Um, Adia starts like humming. Um... And I am going to, like, thrust uh, Adia between two fish people in order to hit uh, our fish shaman religious dude here. Um, and uh, the sword? This is a sword? It's a sword that's, that's so wrapped in fucking vines um, yeah. that it's, like, bound. But it is a very, very long, large... Massive sword. Yeah, the big um, boy. Some and monster I, hunters shit. Can I use a hero dice to hit something? I yeah. would rather save those for RP, but rules as written, yes. Okay, I, I have a bunch of these boys. I think I'm going to use them, you know, when I feel like I need them. I, I feel like I'm the one that expends the most hero dice. <laughs> um, but I really want this, this, this to hit. Um... So that is 18 to hit, plus my hero dice. Do I need to roll hero dice for this? I mean, he's grappled. You don't need to roll hero dice, and... I mean, I'll still still take it down, because I'm using it, but I didn't know if, like... Yeah, I think, redundant. isn't the rules as written if you you say it before you roll, and regardless of whether you needed it or not, it is expended regardless. Yeah, it yeah. is expended, but uh, I... I'll let you RP what it's like to kill someone with uh, Atiyah. Um, I think he's he's just staring at um, Tavian. Like, his, his mind is just so locked with him. And then this sword just, like, comes down through his skull and, like, chunks a piece out of him. And uh, Adia, Atiyah, you, you see a little bit of the essence start like pulling in towards the vines i think um and it, there's there's this little moment where where the blood is like suspended in the air as it kind of pulls in like a mist to the vines um and it is adia is glowing from between the vines that's awesome yeah, uh, when he does that, I mean, as he's, I guess we're, like, making eye contact as he just, like, thrusts out and kills my target. Um, uh, yeah, Pevian just spins the giant hand cannon that he has out, drops it into the holster, and his wings that were completely unfurled and out drop back around his shoulders like a duster covering his weapons again, and he just tips his hat at the strange tattooed man. Um, and turns his attention to the other enemies in the fight. Mordecai is going to uh, like blow a kiss um, 
and then he's gonna like push between these fish people um, and uh, use my action surge and I'm going to attack the pterodactyl (laughs) above me Um, and I will also expend another divine smite while I do this Jesus Christ Uh, that is a 25 to hit super hits um and that is 18 plus 9 27 plus 7 34 am i doing math right yeah that uh that pterodactyl screeches in pain as you beat the shit out of it in any movement uh i'll leap over the the dead guy that i just killed and um uh, no, I, I, I think I still need to be in range here. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll stand here. I'll stand over the, the, the guy that I killed. Um, I think I can hit everybody I need to from here. Perfect. I'm just, I'm surrounded by so many fish, boys. There's so many fish. So many fish. There's dead fish, live fish, dinosaur fish. Grundle. Um, Grundle snaps out of his whole person spell that he was under. And he starts to freak out even more than he was before. If you thought he was mad before, he was he's even madder now. He enters a total state of frenzy. Um, he starts swinging his club madly at these fish monsters around him. First to his right, then to his south. Advantage on hits. And then if I step over here and hit him. Ah! Oh, crap. Oh, my God. Uh... Yeah, so he rolled a 20, a 17, and a 21. Uh, just smushed all of these little fish uh, with no remorse whatsoever. I would say with happy. He looks pretty happy as he's doing it. <laughs> One might say with glee. Okay, we're back to the pterodactyl boys. Let's see if they can get their mounts under fucking control. One, no, no, no! They can't do it! They're just, they're, they've lost their leader. They're just flying around crazily. Uh, should they chuck some spears off? Yeah, yeah they're going to chuck some spears. Let's chuck some spears. Let's do four spears at uh, Mordecai. Bring them, grubs. It's an eight, a seven, a 18, and an 18. None of those hit. Like, two miss me, and then I just knock the other two out of the air with with Adia. And then four onto Grundle. 20, 9, 19, 23. So I take four and... <laughs> it's hard to damage this. Yeah, right? Alright, Mr. Guy. That he's a barbarian. Uh, do you want me to cast the moonbeam for those two fish people, or are they dead by the ones by me? Um, I deleted the axe beak. But they, they, they're still So there. their turn was gone. So yeah, I am just gonna, since that's my mistake, sorry everyone, uh, I'm gonna say that those two are dead. They, All didn't, right. they, they, they didn't have much health anyway, so I don't know if they would've gone first or not. Alright, they probably would've died. Alright, Mr. Goy looks over at the, the big green berserking guy, he's like, ah, he's looking pretty rough, and cast Cure Wounds onto the big green guy. Plus, okay, that's already a, did the plus four. That's a touch spell, my friend. Oh, it is, isn't it? You gotta go rub those big, massive, super mutant pecs with your little. Yeah, I could do that though. I can over there. Okay. Mister Goy will run over to the big green guy, touch his back, and just uh, 
cast Cure Wounds, and then because of his formation of the Constellation of the Chalice, he also does a bonus heal on him, which is for another D8 plus. Dang, so the guy is like a good healer. Yeah. And as he heals you with Healing Touch, the glowing constellation of going across the body that looks like a chalice kind of drips water out, and it splashes across your back as well, and you just feel extra boost of healing. What's that you got there? I don't know. I'd like a sip. What? Oh, man. I just had a witty comment, but I couldn't think of about, you know, like drinking from the punch bowl, but then I was like, I couldn't think of it. <laughs> it's a wasted effort. Cat got your tongue? Cat. Yes. Cat got little, my tongue. Little ugly dude. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what race is, is what race are you? Half elf. Half elf. Normal sized ugly dude. Just wait until I cut apart your bodies. That's terrifying. See who's really pretty horrifying. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Truly really terrifying. <laughs> Nabby. Mm, okay. I think I'm going to can I come up and tidal wave these guys? Ooh, can it be like from the like water behind from you? From the way. Yeah, from the beach behind me. Absolutely. Water bends these fools. Hell yes. I want to Katara these guys the fuck off this beach. You know, that's funny because I saw the character art that you wanted for your token and I was like, oh, it's it's Katara. Kind of looks like Katara, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was unintentional. But... Oh, wait, what did I just do? What did I just do? No, you did it. 30 feet long, okay. 10 feet wide, 10 feet tall. Look at that damage roll. Holy shit. Um, creature takes Is it not? Oh, so if these guys get knocked prone, they'll fall off of their 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 mouth that they're riding. So let's do uh, a shit ton of saves. I'm not gonna call all these guys. <laughs> I, I am gonna call them. Whatever. Four, sixteen to DC fifteen. So one of the uh, one of the um, pterodactyls saved. Uh, the coat. So, uh, let's see here, we've got eight. So we've got a crit, 14, fail, pass, fail, fail, pass, pass, pass. Wow. Um, so why did I just roll all that? It doesn't fucking matter, they're all dead. Um, <laughs> half damage. Oh. Yeah, half damage. I was surprised. Um, all of the, yeah, and the pterodactyls are gonna try to fly away, Grundle, I mean, you kind of have to RP it, but do you do you attack this beautiful creature as it takes flight and tries to leave? Was it within my range? It absolutely fucking was. Oh, then I definitely do. Okay. No, I say I stop. I no, let it go. I miss, I think. 13. You do miss, I think. <laughs> Barbarian. No, no you, hit, you hit it. Oh, I clipped it. <laughs> And that one was hurt too. <laughs> oh no! Oh. oh, goodbye. So you just, yeah, you like, you, you softball <laughs> that, this thing further up the beach. The crowd goes <laughs> wild. The left field. Uh, yeah. And the other one tries to fly away, and there's one solitary <laughs> fish standing there. With its spear, it's like oh, I'll sacrifice you all. Uh, <laughs> Can Telok just hop up behind him and chow him down? Absolutely, he can. He has eleven health. Let's see how this works. There's my giant frog. 
I don't think he can one hit him. We'll try. He misses anyways. Oh. He's too slippery. He's too slippery. <laughs> oh, you can't defeat me. The beach is just littered with the bodies of his uh, his friends. Uh, and Tevian, you're up. Put him out of his misery. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the, the pulls the pistol, the small pistol, smaller pistol that he had started with. The inscription on the side of this one being the judge and uh, takes a shot on this one. It's is still it? alive. And he's going <laughs> to... Oh, you can't fucking I'm immortal! I'll fucking kill you! I'm gonna Shoot put my hands in. over my eyes and just close my eyes. Not <laughs> right, use a superiority dice. Give I'm me an still extra fucking eight. Alive. And that's twenty-one damage on the second shot. Is the eight to hit or no? Eight's to hit. Oh, okay. So on top of my thirteen, I use my superiority dice for a precision <laughs> shot. Oh man! Yeah, uh, that's twenty-one fire damage. Yeah. Mm. I thought you missed it for a second there. It's cracking up. It <laughs> No. Its little fish legs are like still there and the rest of it's gone and they're just like it's liquefied. Oh. Uh the dark clouds um ahead of you or above you, I'm sorry. Uh I heard rumbling when we first landed here. You did. You still what how long is it you still hear it? Somewhere in the distance there's just this crazy rumbling uh and the dark clouds that your shuttle broke through that you think were kind of you know might have had something to do with uh, the weather uh, they just start pouring rain it's extremely odd like it's like a a heavy rain on this just beautiful like tropical beach it's it, it's just it's jarring and it's confusing um and that's where we'll end our episode thank you guys for hanging out already asked for follows and all of that fun stuff earlier so uh, check us out on the homebrewpodcast.com and we'll see you next week for episode 14 of the homebrew